welcome again. This is TNT, Queen Slim Radio. I'm Pro Tim, the slim side of, of Queen Slim, TNT, Queen Slim Radio. Sitting in the, in the queen seat today is Dr. Delvino. Um, I could go on and on with the introduction, but since we are, time is of the essence, I'm just going to let her take over, take over, take over, and take us to the vulva. <laughs> hey, 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 guys, it's Dr. Delvina, psychiatrist in Miami and Fort Lauderdale. I'm the queen of brain love and also owner of DRT Behavioral Services. And uh, just let me do a little shameless plug. If you haven't been following my brain love podcast, please Better. follow the brain love podcast. Usually people do it at the end, but I just had this this thing. I needed to insert it now. Um, so thank you so much for uh, asking me to be on to have this discussion about the vajayjay, a.k.a. the vulva, a.k.a. the vagina. How about that? Yes. And I had to. I was listening to your, your episode. I kind of peeked in because being, a, I'm, I'll be 54 in January, so being a little old school, the topic was, oh, that ain't for me. <laughs> you know, you know, miseducation of the man, that ain't for me. And and I peeked in, and in the beginning, um, what was her name? Jessica. Yeah. She, she broke down the definition where she said that we have been taught that the vagina is everything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, absolutely. And she said, the vagina from her point of view, anatomically, is that pertaining to the inside? Yes. And at that yeah. point, I was like, well, what's the outside called? Right. <laughs> and she, she said vulva. Mm-hmm. And I was like, come on, I got six kids. I think I got a master's degree in sex. <laughs> and at that point, I was back in kindergarten. And I listened to the whole show like, oh, oh. So maybe I, I, I've been wrong, but so so my 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 really, I went to work, shared your podcast, and and I wanted to, to bring it to you because guys really were like, no 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 because when I showed them the um, the vulva, um what's mm-hmm. the cap the uh, the website that has the pictures of the paintings? Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they they were like. What's that? What's that? What's that? And you had mentioned that almost <laughs> we were taught that if it looks like that, something was wrong with it. Mm-hmm. And she was saying that there's nothing wrong with it. We've just been miseducated. And the external part, the vulva, which we're calling, I want to know is, is it like a fingerprint where every woman is different? Hmm. Yeah, every woman woman is absolutely different. And so, and it's called the vulva, not just from Jessica Penn's point of view, but textbooks. That's how it's referred to in the textbook. That is the anatomical name of the female genitalia. The vulva is everything. It is the uh, labia majora, the labia minora, the clitoris, or the clitoris, as some people might say. Um, as well as the perineum, which is the skin in between the vaginal opening and the anus. And um, the vulva itself is that entire structure. And it starts at the top 
we call that the mom's pubis. Um, so if you were to look at a, a woman, if you were, if she was uh, lying on the bed or sitting on a stool or sitting on the chair in front of you and her legs are open and you're looking at her front on, the top portion of her vulva, aka what everyone calls a vagina, is the mom's pubis. So it starts there. It starts on at the top, um, the top portion of her female genitalia. Um, so the clitoris is there. We have our urethra opening as well because so oftentimes people don't understand that women, we don't urinate through our vaginal opening. We have a whole separate orifice, which is a hole. And that's um, where the foley goes. Where we pardon? <laughs> the, the, yes, yes, exactly. Right. The foley, yeah. The OR, so I almost forgot you work in the, the OR. Yes. <laughs> yes, the foley goes in the urethra opening. Yeah. So for people who don't know what a Foley is, tell them what a Foley is. <laughs> if you're having a long surgery, you know, just for infection purposes, they don't want you to pee all over. So yeah. we insert the tube to catch the urine in a bag. Yes. By inserting through to... the urethra, it goes into the bladder to catch the urine. So that yeah, way yeah. there's no mess. And of course, we know urine can contain bacteria, which can cause infection. So when you try to keep the OR as clean as possible. Um, and, you know, so the clitoris, the urethral opening, the labia majora and the labia minora. The labia majora are the what people call the fat lips or the external lips. The majora, a.k.a. or the labia, excuse me, a.k.a. lips. Um, and then we have internal lips, which are the labia minora. Um, and those internal lips kind of come off of the clitoris. The clitoris itself also has parts. Like it has something called the clitoral hood. So this is where we're lost. Now you didn't lost this as men. Okay. We, we, we're lost. Okay. Let me find you. Let me help you. Because if, if every woman is different externally, right? Right. That means the way I used to do it on a new partner, mm -hmm. I would reference an old partner. I would say, oh, this made her feel good. Mm -hmm. So the reality, that not might not necessarily work on the next partner uh -uh. because anatomically, she's different. Well, and anatomically, in general, we are the same, meaning we all have labia majora, the external lips. We have internal lips, the labia minora. We have a clitoris or clitoris. We have that urethra opening. So, and we have the vaginal opening, which is the, the opening that goes into up to the cervix. And then right. once you go through the cervix, it goes into the uterus and that's how we procreate. So when we're having sex or engaged sexually and the man penetrates the woman's vaginal opening with his penis, that is how his sperm, his semen can then get inside the, va the vagina the sperm, the semen will go through the, the orifice or the hole to the, we call it the os, to, through the cervix and travel up to the uterus. So in, generally speaking, every woman has these same body parts unless for some reason there was some sort of um, congenital deformity or you know something happened when her mama was carrying her, we call that in utero, 
and something didn't develop fully or is missing, um, if, if there's some sort of abnormality, then maybe she doesn't have all of these parts. But meaning women look different. Some women may have tiny, tiny, tiny clitoris. Some women may have huge, you know, a huge clitoris. Some women may have very thin external and internal lips. Typically the internal lips are thinner than the external lips because our labia majora, AKA the external lips are used to uh, protect the internal parts of the vagina, the vulva, that area inside to keep things out of the vagina to provide us that protection. So, so sensitivity in the outer part mm. is crucial for women in intimacy, mm. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah but if, mm-hmm. if we men don't even know the parts, who's, how do you know how to touch who's it? responsible of teaching that? And <laughs> because we've learned in the dark. Yeah, yeah. I was you know, what I'm saying? we've learned in the dark. So how yeah. how do we bring this to the to the front? Because mm-hmm. when I look back, I probably would, I thought I was great physically in relationships. I know emotionally, and you as psychiatry, emotional detachment order all over the place. So I know I was terrible emotionally in relationships, but physically, I thought I was great. But looking at this, mm-hmm. it makes me reconsider. Exactly. And that's why we did that podcast so we can help people. Well, the primary reason why we did the podcast is so that women don't feel the urgency or feel compelled to have uh, surgery on their vulva because they feel that their vagina is unattractive because they have long uh, labia because because their internal labia may not look the way they think it should look because everyone has these preconceived notions on what we should look like. Um, and so that was a primary reason, but then the secondary and the tertiary reason so that people can learn the anatomy, men and women. Um, and you said, who's responsible for teaching you? Well, you know, we have to take some responsibility upon ourselves, of course, but because men don't have this, there may be only so much you can learn or teach yourself. So, um, and I started to joke around and say, your daddies and your mamas are responsible, um, but, but they're clearly, miseducated. Yeah, right. they're miseducated too, right? And that's why we're, some of us are miseducated. But I'll tell you a quick story. I remember in junior high school, I, I overheard my father talking to my two brothers. They're both older than I am. The oldest brother is five years older and the second to the oldest, oldest is three years older than I. And I heard him teaching them uh, about the vagina, the vulva. He was talking to my brothers about a woman's body parts, like telling them about the clitoris um you know and i've heard people call it the little man in the boat or the little woman in the boat depending right, you right. know and so that was kind of i don't remember so long ago i can't remember what was being said verbatim and i was dipping i was being nosy i wasn't supposed to hear the conversation but yeah um so you know depending on your level of comfort you may talk to your children about it you may talk to your sons and say hey women are a little more complicated than we are when it comes to their body parts their private body parts and jessica mentioned something she she talked about the damage to her clitoral hood and how 
I understood what she was saying that the doctor probably the nerves were skin deep and he removed the skin so but mm-hmm. when, when I think about it how she took and it had to be her took years to figure out what feelings were left because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. she said she she eventually figured out a way to to have an orgasm. Mm-hmm. Once she figured out what was missing, she she learned how to work it anyway. Well, she discovered that she wasn't going hard enough with you know she just wasn't yeah, yeah. applying enough pressure with the vibrator. And actually, she wasn't using a vibrator. She said a boyfriend told her about getting a vibrator. So, and using her hand, she couldn't get the job done because she she believes that the surgeon removed some of those nerves. And so it made it harder for her to stimulate the nerves, the remaining nerves that were there with just her touch. So by using a vibrator, of course, um, have you used a vibrator before? I haven't, doctor. No, I haven't. You haven't my, used my it for your... Yeah, have you used have. it with your partners before? While we're having sex? No. Oh, oh gosh. Okay. I'm old school. I'm, I'm coming out of my shell. That's what <laughs> I oh bought boy. some. But, um, <laughs> okay. You know, I'm, well, I'm, 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 I'm keep it real with you. Oh, keep it real. That's the best way to do it, man. Just keep it real. But that's a real. good, um, uh, um, it, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that participation is more than just, you know, Sticking your penis, sticking your penis in her in her vaginal opening, exactly, and that's what people right. have to be more comfortable with is discussing, you know, educating one another. You ask whose responsibility is it to talk to you about or talk to the men about um, a woman's vulva, aka vagina. The woman has some responsibility in that because we know that you guys don't know. So if you have to lie back, lie on your back, and show your man the different parts of your vulva and your vagina and show him what's sensitive for you or where your sensitive areas are located. You're yeah. a smart woman. Because Absolutely. it's only going to benefit you. It's going to make things better for you during yes. sex. But it'll yeah. also make it great for him because he'll love that you're feeling good. So right. it's our responsibility to talk to you about our not just the vulva and the vagina, but about our bodies because some women are very sensitive behind the ears and some women aren't. Some women are sensitive behind their knees and some women are not. Some women are super sensitive in their inner thighs and some women are not. Some women are sensitive on their bottoms, on their booties, you know? Right, right. So, and some women- Absolutely, no, no, right, right, right. So everyone is different. Um, And what I can tell you is the, the thing, the body part that people miss the most, and this is men and women, is the organ, the skin. Our biggest organ is our skin and our skin has so many nerve endings that innervate and cause just, you know, nice sensations. And we overlook that when we're having foreplay and when we're, um, you know, being intimate, we overlook just touching one another one another's skin, rubbing the arm, rubbing your leg, you know, so we overlook that. But yeah, Jessica finally realized, okay, if I use a vibrator and hold it on there, you know, with probably a certain amount of pressure or whatever, she could climax and she was able to achieve an orgasm. And see me being old school, I'm thinking that that's something you use on your own time. And I couldn't make it over. (laughs) No, couples have been introducing sex toys um, for a long time. You know, sex toys are 
so sex toys are great because if you have a partner who has difficulty climaxing it will help that person climax and it's not a diss to you some men feel like it's a diss because if i can't make you come climax orgasm if i can't make you do it with my right ego my ego penis, get in the way ego gets in the way but understand this it may not be you it may not be her it may just not be the time maybe it's just not you're not really you know the two of you are not complimenting each other perfectly to the point where she can climax so um sex toys are good for that and sex toys also liven up liven up the show they add a little sauce they add that extra pepper they add that extra spice um and it doesn't have to be an all the time thing either so you don't want to get accustomed to always using a sex toy but there are some women who will not orgasm without the addition of a sex toy or a vibrator yeah can you get addicted to the toy right to where you 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 need it regardless that would that would be a man's fear because he'd be like yeah you know oh you don't need me well you gotta have that no we always need you what's the question um so if i presented the vulva gallery to my girlfriend yeah is there a possibility that she get offended if i say oh you look like this see that would be the fear that she because she may be taught that that's ugly that's cute ew but see you're going to help her grow so that's a, a very good conversation to have like wow you know i learned something today about women I learned about the vulva. She may not even know what's called the vulva. The vulva is more of a medical term. You know, most yeah. women call it the vagina or kitty cat or vajayjay or pussy, right? So pussy is the entire thing too. But a lot of people don't know, men and women, that the the term is vulva. Um, you know, we're- I think vulva's cooler. Vulva, I could use at the grocery store. No, it sounds cool, <laughs> right? Vulva is- <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm talking about a car. <laughs> right. Oh. Yeah. Um, what else? I had, um, yes. So, so being patient hmm. is the key. Oh, yeah. But teaching patience to a man in the middle of intimacy is, I see, is a, would be a struggle for me. I'm going to keep hmm. it on the eye. Mm-hmm. Right because I'm really trying to turn this brain off mm-hmm. and just be sensitive. Mm-hmm. But the patience that this, that your podcast kind of exposed to me that's needed is is what I would share to my, my sons and, and my, my brothers that we have to be patient. Mm-hmm. Take a look at the Volva gallery. And then that's why... I want you to, can you explain that are there different levels or areas of sensitivity based on the external, the lips, as we call it, Mm -hmm. the design, like some people have, you know, more. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it depends on the person you gotta, you have to learn. I, I would recommend this exercise to everyone. And this is what I tell folks never engage in sexual activity in a dark room for the first time and you've never seen the person because they can have all kinds of shit down there <laughs> he can and so can she and you don't know what it you know don't some we, people will say touch we. it but that's not good enough uh, there are a lot of people who will have sex for the first time in the dark 
Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. maybe someone's ashamed of something, embarrassed about yeah. how something looks, or maybe they're hiding something. Um, I'm grateful the for the video phone. I'm grateful for the video phone and a little sexual foreplay before you even meet. You know, oh, show okay. me. <laughs> right, show me. Show me first. <laughs> Because, because but ain't nothing like plain Jane in person, being able to eyeball it in person. Right, right. Um, but you know, people rush you. to turn the lights off. People rush to turn those lights off. Yeah, no, you gotta. I, I think you should both explore one another's bodies in the beginning to see, you know, okay, he's hung to the left, he's hung to the right, you know, or I can barely find his penis. It's, you know, hidden here or there, whatever the case may be. You know, yeah. just see one another. And that's a turn on too. seeing one another in the light and taking in um, what that person possesses, what makes them special. Um, and then you should explore one another with your hands. Now, don't get me wrong. I get it. Sometimes you're in the heat of the moment and maybe you're in the car and you just jump off really quickly or uh, maybe you're on the couch and you're watching a game or a movie and you make out and decide, OK, let's go all the way, whatever. Um, but at some point in the beginning, you need to see one another's bodies and explore, take the time, you know, say, listen, tonight, we're just going to explore one another and see what we like. Disrobe, take off all your clothing and then start playing, you know, touch and feel and see what the other person likes. Do you like it when I kiss you here? A lot of people don't do this. And so yeah. we get accustomed to just kissing a little bit. Maybe there's a little oral sex fellatio or conolingus, which AKA is sucking penis or dick and eating her out. Yeah. Um, and then they just go in for the smash, for the kill. They insert the penis, wham, bam, whatever, 10 minutes, Ooh. 15 minutes, 30 minutes, and it's over. Like, and, and that's what becomes so boring for couples is that, that gets, that's gonna get boring after a little while. If you're not doing some little extra stuff, that's going to become very uh, just super boring with the capital. Absolutely, piece. because you know when I when I when I look back, this information would have helped relationships develop more. Yeah, because the 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 intimacy is important for both sides, and if it's you know if the scales are weighed over, if the man is the only one getting pleasure then um obviously yeah you know i i didn't do my 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 due diligence my duty to that relationship absolutely okay. mm -hmm. you know and we can't be afraid to talk about it like you know it can't be a taboo taboo yeah, it can't you got to have discussions about everything um if you're wondering if she orgasm or came ask her you know where did you were you able to orgasm did you come um same thing for him if she needs to ask him if he didn't climax or if he wasn't able to ejaculate um if there's concerns in the bedroom maybe I, I had a patient one time a female i've had a male patients who have erectile dysfunction or has had issues with impotence or you know not achieving an erection and maintaining it and i've had women who are not able to um basically self-lubricate they're not able to to achieve wetness and so um, you know, I've been able to assist both sides and overcoming those types of things. So you got to have those conversations. So are you a pro uh, for um, the labiaplasty? Um, do, you, do you believe or you say that's out the window? 
So labiaplasty, I believe, and I'm not the expert on this because I'm not a gynecologist um, or a plastic surgeon, but I always thought labiaplasty was something that um, older women would pursue because of not liking how their vaginas appeared because we change with age. Um, but apparently it's something that's been done for a long time for women who don't like their inner lips, their labia minora, because their inner lips are hanging past their labia majora. Someone sent me a video the other day of Dr. Miami talking about labiaplasty um, and he showed pictures, um, you know, women will claim that it's painful, that it causes them pain. So that way the insurance will cover the surgery. I'm not for it. Um, I think that just like with anything, a surgeon can go too far. Just like a barber when he's cutting your hair and he's edging you up and he goes a little too far and he's like, okay, I got to go up the same distance on this side. Yeah, yeah. And before you know it, you look like George Jefferson because you took right. him all the way back. Right. Same could happen with a surgeon. If he cuts a little bit too much on this side and not enough on that side, then he has to try to even it out so it doesn't look funny. And then, you know, so I... Personally, I, I wouldn't recommend it to a patient. Um, they would really have to have a gross deformity for me to um, encourage them to undergo surgery on their, their vulva. Yeah, because Jessica had mentioned, you know, we were educated on porn. But when I look at the original, you know, 15 years ago on mm-hmm. porn casted a certain look of vulva. Mm. And lately, with the freestyle everybody's doing, you're seeing different, you're seeing like the the vulva gallery, you're seeing all mm-hmm. different. But the mm-hmm. those of us who are educated off the, the, the porn, mm-hmm. everything porn looked, on the VHS tape. Yeah, look or the, perfect. Uh, you know, what's everything it called? The was bunny. What that that the, the bunnies it was some uh, channel on uh, on cable. Um, uh, Playboy. Playboy. Playboy Bunny. Yeah, I was trying to think of that. Yeah, you know, it makes me wonder if back in the day, if um, porn directors and producers and stuff, if they um, would uh, exclude someone from participating because yeah. of how their their vagina look. If it didn't, yeah, absolutely, a, a probably, feeling. right? Yeah, it makes yeah, you wonder. Because yeah. it'd be like, because we we, you know, we've done that. Like, oh, that looks. But you know, in I've never seen the labiaplasty come through. I thought women do something. I think the term is colopathy. You know, where the the walls are tightened, and because of the bladder sags, mm-hmm. they'll put a mesh in. Mm-hmm. We do a lot of that, but just to to fix the the, the lip external, yeah, is mm-hmm. it, it would be dangerous. I I think. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're playing it close. Your sensitivity. Absolutely. All of those those areas are innervated by nerves, you know. And I I just want to say that the inner lips, the labia minora, are very are thinner than the external lips, the labia majora. So be careful if you're performing conolingus and you're licking and things like that. When you're on the labia minora, the inner lips don't suck too hard, don't bite because those. Um, those uh, labia minora are pretty thin and so it makes them more sensitive and in a bad way I'm saying if you're too right, rough right. if you're too rough because that's the the outer of the vagina right no that's I'm oh. referring to the lips inside inside oh, of the inside. large lips yeah 
I'm referring to the in, the internal lips, the ones that kind of come down off of the the clitoris, not the See, external I, lips. I got to go back and look at that video. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's the the miseducation, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Because if if we get better as men, our relationships get better. Exactly. Absolutely. Did you have any other questions for the men in the peanut gallery? Do um, Let's do it. <laughs> it's the it's, it's the road, the vulva revelation of 2020. 2020 has been such a crazy year. Mm -hmm. So, um, but looking at the vulva gallery, we still were doing ooh, uh uh, mm -hmm. ooh, you know, we still were taught that that stigma of mm -hmm. girl that's hanging out like that. Same thing, you're thinking old. Oh, that's wore out. She probably didn't been with 100. That mentality where the reality, it's just it's like a fingerprint. That's that's what they have, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what you get. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so don't judge her. Don't assume don't, she's don't been with her. a thousand men because she may be kind of loose. <laughs> the tissue may be loose. Don't don't prejudge. Absolutely. All right, Doc. Hey, what question didn't we ask? I think you, you asked know. everything. That should be Vajayjay yeah, experts now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a well, thank you Absolutely. for having Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for accepting the invitation. I know you're busy and um I'm going to continue to support you. I and appreciate it. I wish you in the best and be blessed. And thank you for, for educating me on Zoom. Absolutely. <laughs> thank you, Dr. Delvina. And I'm Pro Tim. And this is TNT. Queen Slim Radio.